Before we get back to the show, I just want to say how much we have loved bringing you shows like Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches or the new Earth Rangers Underground podcast, and especially the new episodes in the Six Minutes feed, the ones about the Cyrus Lost Tapes. And this is when I need to say a big thank you to all our GZM subscribers. Your support makes independent audio like this possible. If you're not a GZM subscriber yet, right now is the time to join for ad-free listening, early access, and more. Show your support and learn more at gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Help us bring you more great shows by becoming a subscriber today. And thank you. Morning, listeners. Today is February 14th, Valentine's Day, and this is the GZM Morning Show. It's a very special episode. We're interviewing Cupid from the Natureverse podcasts. I'm all dressed up for the occasion in my big fancy suit covered in hearts, and I've prepared all my hard-hitting questions. Or should I say heart-hitting questions? I'm here as always with my co-worker, best friend, and as we learned yesterday, Valentine Maple. Um, hi. Thank you, Jimmy, for that introduction. Why don't we just take the focus off of us and how we said we got each other a bunch of Valentine's Day gifts yesterday and focus on the interview instead? You are so smart. Wow, I am lucky to know you. Folks, some people call him Eros. Some people call him the gangster of love, Maurice. Others, Cupido, Amor. But we here at the GZM Studios know him as Marcus Aronson, the real-life Cupid. Thank you so much for joining us here in our little sound booth on your special day. It's my pleasure, Jimmy. You've been under my surveillance for quite a while. And you as well, Mabel. I've been, um, you've, you've got nice, um, nice uh, engineering. <laughs> um, you have two eyes. Sorry. What's wrong with me? Finally! Someone worse at talking to people than me! I'm working on it. This audio setup you have is certainly intriguing. Am I to understand you record a pirate radio program of sorts here? You know, underneath the noses of your superiors? Whoa! You're so smart, too! Questions from smart people at all angles. I guess I'm the one being interviewed. Uh, I would say that Chris, Dave, and Ben all know about the show, actually, and they tolerate it. Which is pretty good. Okay, now my turn for a question. As the new god of love and desire, you've already done a lot in your career. You go to school with the Grim Reaper. You work with Mother Nature. You faced every kind of villain from zombies to love-struck principles. That is correct. Do you have any questions about that? Yes. How do you tell if someone like-likes you? Oh. Do you mean Mabel? What? No. What? That... What? Uh, never mind. Let's go to a different question. I assume this query would arise and adequately prepared myself for its occurrence. Charts? Whoa, a bunch of charts just appeared. Are those charts all about me and Jimmy? Have you been working on our compatibility? Very astute, Mabel. Now, as you can clearly see... Wait, that reminds me of better questions. Do things just appear when you say them? Like, if you accidentally say wings, do they appear? 
Can you spell out the word wings like how you would do with a dog so they don't get too excited about going to the park? What if you want chicken wings? Can you eat chicken wings anymore now that you have big bird wings? What if they're cauliflower wings? It's not the same, but it's close. Okay, answering one thing at a time. The wings only come out when I want them to. But actually, I would really appreciate it if we could just focus on the charts for just a second. More questions! It's an interview, after all. And interviews are judged based on how many questions you ask. Do you practice shooting your golden arrows with targets, or were you born the world's best archer? Isn't it kind of funny that the original Cupid looked like a baby? Do you think that he chose that because it's comfortable, and he doesn't have to worry about picking outfits for the day? Do you like my outfit, by the way? Jimmy, it... Feels like you're scared of what these charts are going to say about us. No, I'm just trying to ask hard-hitting questions. But you are aware that an interview also features answers, correct? I'm happy to respond to all of your questions, starting with your first one concerning how to ascertain if someone light likes you. But first, a word from our sponsor, Obezor. Today's episode of the GZM Morning Show is sponsored by Bezor. If you've got a birthday and shout-out and you want it delivered by a robot, you've got to try our friend Bezor. That is a strikingly adorable robot. And how? Let's read today's shout-outs. Shout-out to Micah T. Shout-out to Arya P. from Ontario, Canada, who hopes we don't get caught doing the show. We appreciate that. And finally, shout-out to Lizzie from her friend, Lana L. Astonishing shout-out performance. Now, if I may... Ah, fun fact! We have to do the fun fact! I'm sorry, but do these interruptions happen often? Only when the information is really important. <laughs> you're so funny. You're you're like, you're, wow. It's wild that you, the god of love, seem allergic to talking to girls. Speaking of allergies, listeners, did you know that astronaut Harrison Schmidt found out he was allergic to moon dust after landing on the moon in 1972? Imagine, your whole job! That would be like an interviewer being allergic to hearing the answer to their question. Alright, this has gone on long enough. Jimmy, I agree with Cupid. We have to learn what he prepared for us. I... I really want to know. Okay, I understand. Cupid, let's hear about our compatibility. Thank you, Jimmy. I know it's difficult to give up control over something you care about. Now, charts aren't everything in the world of relationships, obviously. But your case is so particularly thought-provoking, I had to display it in data. Whoa, it's like a bar graph, but with arrows instead of bars. <laughs> you noticed. <laughs> a little design choice on my end. Back to business. As you can see, you two are perfectly compatible in several ways. You complete each other as co-workers, best friends, and this secret third area I like to call the shipping zone. So if you were to, say give each other a voluminous amount of Valentine's Day presents, it wouldn't be inherently romantic. You can simply say that you love your friendship or your work relationship. That's what the day is for, loving the people you love in the way you love them. Oh, well, in that case, Mabel, happy Valentine's Day. I love our friendship. Happy Valentine's Day to you too, Jimmy. I love our friendship too. And of course, you can always decide what your friendship has the capacity to become later. But I would hold off on that right now. It's early in the podcast, and romantic tension should have a chance to grow. Or, quiver, bows. I could shoot you both with golden arrows and make you fall madly in love forever and ever. Oh, no, we're good. that's okay. Yeah. I feel like that's that's fine. Excessive. All right. Well, if you'll excuse me, I must be off. There's plenty of love to share today. 
Goodbye, Jimmy. Uh, bu- bye, Mabel. Uh, see, see you. Um, see you the time after this time. <laughs> Why am I wings? Happy Valentine's Day, GZM Universe. Wow. Jimmy, do you want to talk about how you're feeling now that we've seen the charts? Yes. I feel incredible that we got to talk to Cupid about his job. We learned so much, and now that we know for sure that we're the perfect pair, I can't wait to keep doing this podcast with you. Me too, actually. No matter what, I'm happy we're together. Well, that's all the time we have for today, everybody. Join us tomorrow as we continue to explore the studio and learn the secrets of love. Or other secrets. Any secrets will do. Like, review, subscribe, and share with your friends. This show is a perfect Valentine's gift. Email me your birthdays and shout-out requests to secretjimmy at gzmshows.com. Have a happy Valentine's Day. We love our fans even without Cupid's arrows. 